Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcasting Network. Geeky programming for all the nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. Nerdapalooza, the world's largest nerd music festival, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcast community forums and learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast, and I am uh, Barcarius Dingleflap, and with me is um, the Uncommon Writer, Sean. Hey, how's it going, guys? And across the pond is, as always, the hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hello. And the stupid, awesome analyst, John. Yo. As well as Victoria. <laughs> the lovebird. Hi. Yeah. I didn't... <laughs> oh, sorry, she does have a nickname. Oh, jeez. Why that one? And here we go. So uh, this month, we are doing con month. Uh, con season has already started, but this month in particular, the month of May, uh, Wicked Anime will be attending Anime Boston. So we are doing all this month with all con-related things. We're doing cosplay episodes. Today's episode is the survival guide uh, for the convention. And then we're going to be doing a post-con one for you guys. Yep. And ironically, Glitch is not joining us today because he is at a con. He's in uh, Chaoticon in Tampa, Florida. He's yep. dressed as Ed from Good Burger. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so serious? if you're in Tampa, he looks, yeah. Yeah. He looks like him. <laughs> yeah, he really does. All right, let's get into it. Yep, news bell. News. Let's try. News. All right, we don't have a lot of news this time, so because we're, we're going to have to be talking about the conventions. Whatever. All right, we're going to uh, just run through <laughs> some media that we got. First up in media, Takashi Shizumu, uh, the director of The Grudge, is making a live-action Kiki's Delivery Service movie. Really? What? Yep. Now, um, I bet you guys were were not expecting me to be excited about that. (laughs) Now, it is not being endorsed by Studio Ghibli because Studio Ghibli does not outside one they don't like having things being remade from them, and two, they don't like having other directors do their work. So it's kind of like Alan Moore. Yeah, (laughs) the only reason why they're allowing the Kiki's Delivery Service live-action movie being made is because Kiki's Delivery Service isn't an original story from Studio Ghibli. So somebody just bought the rights to do the live-action version, and Ghibli is like, well, fine, if you're gonna do it, do it. Right, yeah. Yeah, basically, it's like, well, we we can't really, yeah, we we can't really do anything about it because it wasn't our story to begin with. It's kind of like the same way that they did The Secret World of Arietti, you know, Studio Ghibli. That's not their story either. So if somebody else wanted to make another Borrowers movie, they could. Also, in Studio Ghibli news, Miyazaki has created some concept work for Kaiju Monsters for a live-action short film, which is a Nausicaa prequel. What? 
Yeah, you crazy. should. Wow. Yeah, you should look it up. I'll put it in the uh, movie in the description. It is crazy. The monster that he made, or maybe I, I won't be able to find the video. I can't remember. Like, um, but they, there's articles about it, and there's pictures of the monster he created, and it is just one of the coolest kaiju looking things ever. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I mean, the original monster creations for uh, Nausicaa were pretty. Yeah, pretty the, the ohms awesome. Yeah, the yeah, ohms were really awesome. Cool. So, next up in media. Uh, the comic book legal defense fund. We've talked about them in past episodes. Uh, they're they're good people. Doesn't yes, ring a bell. They are. Um, it, last time we talked about them, they released a mini micro documentary of the Ryan Matheson case with the whole of him being arrested in Canada for having anime on his computer. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> now uh, they are reporting on uh, Japan's new Article 175 which is making it illegal to sell quote-unquote obscene materials in uh, convenience stores, which means convenience stores can no longer sell anything of the 18-plus genre. And, uh, that, and the, the reason why the 18-plus material can't be sold in stores anymore is not because of this Article 175. It's because the article is so unclear and vague about what it talks about that store owners just yeah store know. owners just don't want to take the penalty if they sell this you know these materials so they're just choosing not to sell any obscene materials anymore I don't think that's such a bad thing no I mean eh. it's not like it's free on the internet anyways well and, yeah and not to mention it's not like we can't still buy it here because <laughs> it's well, true I mean, but just having it not accessible to minors I don't think that's a terrible thing no that's not a bad thing at all because I mean cause especially if it's hanging out in the open like it usually is you know yeah yeah, like anybody can go watch that. But or the, you can go see it. one thing that it's really taking an effect on, which is why the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund is focusing on it, is not because it's just like a pornographic industry is, you know, being hurt by this. It's it's the artists who are being hurt by it because these are these are like you know two D drawing artists that may not be doing you know pornographic material, but just erotic art. And there there's magazines that just do art you know for this sort of thing and they they are no longer having to be they can't get their work published in these magazines anymore because article 175 is not allowing it to be sold anywhere so therefore artists cannot sell their work anymore hmm. so that's where the problem comes yeah. in it's not the not the adult yeah the distribu- yeah it's not the distribu- distribution of it it's the yeah. it's the creation of it i'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit here and yep. just um because if, if if it's like you're saying, where it's these artists that are producing art that's not being allowed to be sold in these these particular venues anymore, you, as an artist, you have to stop and go, if I really consider this to be art and I'm doing it for the sake of, of making money at art, is a convenience store really my target demographic here? Just just throwing that out there. Like well, if, it's, if it's real art, I happen to know that there are other venues online galleries you can do it through bookstores you know so on and so forth that you can actually sell your stuff and still make money i mean it just uh, i don't know i and i'm not seeing the problem here is this only for convenience stores or is it no, for every it's not it's for any retailer like akiba district yeah gotcha um it, yeah it's just like like and it's not even like convenience stores. It's the fact that the magazine is available altogether. You know, it is merchants that do have the problem with Article One Seventy Five. So it's probably available. The magazine is probably still available somewhere else, but it's just it's harder to find because you can't just find it on shelves just being distributed. You know, hmm. 
No, I can see that. I just, I mean, if if you're making questionable t- content, like, I mean, you have to you have to be prepared for things like this to happen. No, you know? I agree. I yeah. agree. All right. So our last piece of media news uh, for today: uh, the new Sailor Moon series has been delayed, <laughs> and. It, it was supposed to come out next season. It was supposed to come out this summer, summer 2013. But now we don't know when it's going to come out. The uh, director and creator or writer, one of those, one of the people who was, posted a tweet the other day saying that they're not expecting it to come out on time anymore. And I got to admit, I was kind of looking forward to seeing a new. No, no, I was, I was absolutely a new Sailor Moon Sailor series Moon. because you know who doesn't like Sailor Moon? Sean, I'm <laughs> actually not a huge fan. That's fine. It's not everybody. I'm so surprised. <laughs> I used to be a big fan of it, but I well, think no, I, I mean, stop. I can usually stomach it more than most other shoujo crap because yep. it's least Sentai. Hey. But uh, well, the thing uh, of it is, I mean, like, despite the fact that it's a it's a magical girl, you know, thing. Dragon Ball Z and uh, Sailor Moon are the thing that got anime influence into America. You know, it's the only reason why the industry took off is because both, or like, you know, those shows as a part, you know, showed up here. And it's just kind of like I would look forward to a new Sailor Moon series that for nostalgic reasons. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't watch either of those as a kid. I missed both of them. My intro was Pokemon. Re- that far? Yeah. That well, part. I mean, like, we weren't into no, yeah. anime I at the time either. But I, mean. I watched all three religiously. <laughs> <laughs> that Those three and then Card Captor Sakura I watched yeah. like, oh, God, religiously I love growing Sakura. up. That, that aside, was, though. I, back I when Saturday morning catch, cartoons were good. Uh, what was that, Sean? I was saying, that aside, though, I didn't catch either of those while they were airing. Uh, I caught some of Sailor Moon, like, in my late teens, and then I didn't see, actually sit down and watch any episodes of Dragon Ball Z until I was I was an adult, like full on adult. Yeah, when you realize that there's way better choices now. <laughs> yeah, which is why I haven't watched any more of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, that's, that's not true. I watched a lot of Kai for some reason because they, it's cut out all the crap. Yeah, yeah. It, well, you know they, my hatred of filler. So yeah. they killed Frieza and Krillin in one episode. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Instead uh, of, like, what, five? Five, about, <laughs> yeah. A hundred. <laughs> okay, so moving on from there, that's all for media news, and we don't have any gaming news this time around. So, it's time for some strange news. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our strange news piece this episode comes from China, and... As they usually do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's actually an ongoing story in... Something that has been a problem in China for a decade or so. It's a food scandal. And what the food scandal was this time... Is it Soylent Green? (laughs) No. The lamb on food shelves that they have been selling, like lamb meat, has actually been rat meat for for the past... For some time. (laughs) For at least three months. At least three months, there has been cases of rat meat replacing lamb meat. And what they did was they put, they took rat meat and they put gelatin extract in it and have been selling it as lamb. Okay, I have a question. And and, and work through this with me, guys. So, lambs are fairly large animals, correct? (laughs) Right. I'm following you. I follow. Rats tend to be a little bit smaller. I mean, depends on where you live. Yeah, well, yeah, like in the sewer. Yeah, 
<laughs> on average, rats are a smaller source of meat, correct? Yes. Doesn't it seem like that would be a lot more work? Have you been in a subway? You no, can catch I them, Florida. You can catch them we don't fish on the ground. <laughs> he lives in Florida. There is no subway in oh, yeah. Florida. If you go they don't on even ground have... in Florida, you're underwater. <laughs> they don't even have basements. No. Remember, he, See, he I can tell you where to find the rats farm. in Florida. I would just get in we'll trouble with my future home company. Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, and, and I've seen, well, I've seen field rats and stuff. They're not that big. Lambs are, like, full-on animals. Yeah. Go to a city. And you'll... A real city, Sean. <laughs> Not Orlando. Guys, I, I've never seen... There's just no way that rats can be bigger than lambs. <laughs> no. That equation doesn't work. They no. probably just take a lot of rats. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There are a lot of rats. There's this thing you can do with meat, Sean, that is cutting it into smaller pieces. Well, I get that. No, 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 no. Mincing and hamburgerizing meat and all that fun stuff. Yes, okay, I get that. My my point is is that's a lot of fucking skinning. <laughs> Have you ever skinned an animal before? No, Small but I guess you did since you grew up on a farm. <laughs> I'm just saying, seems like a lot of work. Probably, but they saved a lot of money doing that, of course, because rats are free. Uh, <laughs> and everywhere. And because rats are not something suitable... For selling to be eaten, um, consumption. Yeah, they they didn't have to pass health code with them because they weren't, you know, marketed as as something that could be passed off as such. You <laughs> know, it's like we know nobody's gonna eat a rat. We're not gonna include this. Yeah. So it, it, this has been there's been a three month hunt for people. You know, in this this scandal and and in those three months there have been three hundred and eighty cases trying to hunt down this scandal, and there have been 904 arrests. Wow. Uh, 904 arrests? Wow. Yeah, that's like point zero 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 one percent of China. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, in the course of a single criminal investigation, that's massive. Yeah. And there have been, like, thousands of people, like, like just food scandals in general. There have been thousands of people prosecuted in these. Like, there's been food scandals with, like... Well, we talked about the shark fin thing before. We talked about the shark fin thing they made it on like, an episode. Plastic. Uh, there's also been a case of milk. Like, they've done something to to their milk oh, to, God. to process it. <laughs> I'm just um, never going to China. Never eat, yeah. yeah. Like, note to self, never eat food when I visit China. Yeah. When are you going to visit China? McDonald's. I want to travel. So you pass over China? Yeah, probably. I'll just, I'll just stay with Europe. Yeah, it's a Passover country. I'll go there. <laughs> that's, a that's, a maybe ne- that's a maybe next year country. <laughs> but they have a maybe next there. time. They nah. Disney there. They, they do. Go. They have Disney in Hong Kong. They have a they have a yeah. huge wall. I've heard. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Pretty big wall. Keep them barbarians out. <laughs> I wonder uh, if there's still, like, generations at the wall just going, like, hey, are you going to let us in now? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because, I mean, at one point, that was the border of China. And China, now now that wall is completely within inside China. So it, I don't think it's really serving its original purpose anymore. <laughs> yeah, but maybe the barbarians don't know that. Just two but really we're talking unruly about neighbors. The, it was the Mongols. There yeah. are no more Mongols anymore. Says you. Well, that's not true. Do you know yeah, how many yes, descendants there are Mongols? <laughs> Do you Sean, know there's how... like a point zero one five chance you're a descendant of Kangas Khan. Right. Really? 
That's yeah. the point I was going to make, but you guys kept interrupting me. Yeah. <laughs> I know stuff, too. Well, I interrupted you with the point you were making, so. <laughs> I know. But now you get Dylan the credit for being all smart. Point. Yeah, well, I don't get that that often, so I'll take it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> In fact, that percent might not be accurate, so. <laughs> <laughs> and that's as strange as it gets. Yeah, yeah that got strange. That's <laughs> really? Ugh. Yep. Gross. Did you know that in World War One, in the ra- the trench rats would get as as large as cats? Just saying. Just I saying. Just, I just pictured someone holding a rat, kind of get like it was a cat. Named it Fluffy. <laughs> yes. I just had a picture of somebody. <laughs> I just pictured someone bayoneting one because they thought it was a. Fucking, I, I just know, pictured monster. the bad guy from Inspector Gadget, <laughs> like a rat. <laughs> Doctor Claw. <laughs> yeah. I'll get you, Inspector Gadget. Claw MD. He'd be a lot scarier with a rat, though. Oh, moving on. Okay, it's time to find out what we're watching. Who's been watching something? I know well, that me and, Vic- me and Victoria are going to discuss a lot on I, what we're watching. Yes. So. I haven't been watching something, but I have been playing something that's anime-related. Okay. Oh. I've been pl- I got, um, what is the full title? It's Yu-Gi-Oh! Dual... Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds Dual Decades, I think. Uh, 5Ds. <laughs> yeah, that's, 5Ds. A, that's, a, that's a bad anime to watch. I've seen a couple episodes of 5Ds. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I got that because I felt like playing some cards. Um, and it was it was fun because you could download the demo. And I won, I think, five out of six games. And I was like, okay, I'll get this. And then as soon as I bought it, it seems like it got exponentially harder. <laughs> 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 The second match I played, um, my opponent was able to summon Obelisk the Tormentor, which... Um, I'm going to be honest, it doesn't sound good. He was, he's one of three god cards, and they're not called god cards because they're easy to defeat. <laughs> there happened to be like a whole season about the three cards of the, on the show. Wow. So is yeah, this like I've somebody dropping that. like... A legendary Pokemon in like your second match, you're just like, wow. It, yeah, it's it felt that way. <laughs> I literally was like, are you kidding me? And then I just put the controller down. I was like, well, he's, that just doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm I'm here using Tac Tac. Yeah, I don't know if I would really recommend the game. I I sort of like it. I sort of like it just for it's fun to just pick up real quick and play like a game even though I'll probably lose but it's it's sort of like a pay to win game because you can buy card packs and you wow. sort of really need to cuz the only is not cool the way you get cards is you like do well like you get points <laughs> for doing certain things in the match but it's Wait. hard to do well if you like keep losing because you don't have a good deck to start with really well that sucks does it have an online capability like can you jump on and play with other newbies it well it does have an online multiplayer function, but I, I haven't been able to play it yet. I didn't have any success finding a match. You get, like, a starter pack card, and it's just like... And half, I probably would have been paired with somebody yeah. that could have whooped my ass. Yeah, probably. Half, <laughs> half Yu-Gi-Oh cards, half magic cards that I use. It's like, this is a mana card! What the heck? <laughs> I can't even that's, play this! That's a four of hearts! <laughs> I was going to say, you've got a seven of diamonds! What do I even do with this? <laughs> <laughs> Give up. Please stop the raping. Sean, did you uh, end up watching that anime uh, that you said you were going to watch? Uh, the the yes. Su- Su- Suseo Gr- uh, Gratania? Yeah. Uh, the Gargantia? 
Or no, uh, Suse no... Gargantia. Uh, is it Gargantia? Yeah. It's, it's called Gargantia on the Virtuous Planet in English. I don't know right. the Japanese. Don't make me say it. Yeah, Suse no Gargantua. Cool, because yeah, I watched that one too. And actually, Andrew and I both watched that one. Yeah, we watched that one. one. We watched yeah, the first I, episode. Uh, I've seen all the way through episode four, and episode yeah. five comes out today. Because I, I really liked it. Yeah, oh god, it's like mind-blowingly gorgeous. Yeah. Um, that is That is... Like, the only word I can use to describe how good-looking that show is, is luck. There's a lot of cute-looking girls in that show. There's going to be What's... a lot of cute girl characters. Yeah, yeah, there are some pretty cute girls. Well, it's not even <laughs> that. It's just, like, the, the color palette that they chose for that anime is just great. Oh, sorry. Uh, one, of, uh, one of the things that um, I really like is, you know, I'm not really a mecha fan. Uh, neither Jonathan or I have been really huge into mecha animes, per se. Like, you guys Gundam. are guys, right? Yeah, but, uh, what? Anyway, um... Ask that again when we go over our anime. Um, anyway, uh, I really, really like the concepts. Uh, generally, the mecha animes that I gravitate towards are the ones where the mecha has a personality, and they establish that right away with this anime, is that yeah. his, his, his robot has an AI that's an actual character in the show. Yeah, Chamber's pretty cool. I, yeah, I Chamber, like yeah, it is, he, yeah, he's, it's a pretty cool idea. Um, so. so I'm watching a couple of other things, too, if you want me to go ahead and jump into that, too. Shoot. Okay. Um, I've stuck with Majestic Prince, uh, fourth episode? Fifth episode. We're on the fifth episode now. Um, it's starting to get a little bit darker. It's still taking its sweet-ass time, though. Um, oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it can be hard to watch sometimes when that girl just starts, I'm like, I can't take this anymore. Uh, I am not a misogynist. You guys know this. I love strong female characters. I do not like over-the-top girly shit. <laughs> right. That has nothing to do with misogyny, just by the way. What? I'm just making sure. I, well, you said the same thing last episode. We thought you were racist. You're like, I don't want to be racist. Like, Sean, that's not racist. Okay. Well, I'm just making sure. Um, watching that, uh, I started Sword Art Online uh, with my oh, girlfriend. Oh, I want to see that one. It's really good. Um, yeah. normally, Appar- apparently when season two comes around, you're going to be very, very disappointed. Oh, I'll, I'll stick with it for the first season then. Yeah, do you remember we talked about this on our Manime episode with Kent? No. It, <laughs> it gets a little incesty towards the second season. Oh, that's interesting. Well, and the thing, the thing is too... The, I didn't realize um, that was a word. I, I guess the <laughs> en- at the end of season one, it's like a really good ending yeah. where they're like, oh, if they ended the anime right there, I would be so happy. Season two comes in and they ruin the whole end of season one because oh, he, he, go, he like jumps right back into it. Uh, I kind of wish so, you hadn't told me that now. <laughs> well, well, it's, it's, no, it's not a surprise. This is old news. Yeah, this is so. old news. Okay, so we've anyway. literally talked about this already yeah. on the podcast. So I know, but I break out a lot of what we do, <laughs> and I didn't spoil anything. I just said what I heard. I All haven't right. even seen the anime. Uh, so I watched Sword Art Online, Majestic Prince. Um, I'm still trying to turn through Soul Eater, but I, this is like my third go through of Soul Eater, and I'm waiting on somebody else to watch it. So if I don't finish it, I'm completely okay. I've, I've seen all of Soul Eater. I'm I'm really happy to say that. Now. Well, there's a rumor of them rebooting Soul Eater. Uh, rebooting as in restarting no over from retail. episode one. There's kind of like there's kind of like a um, debate between. That's what I was actually just googling because I heard it from someone. I was checking it, and there's like a debate back and forth whether they're going to restart it like they did with Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, so they're going to like do the manga thing? But they yeah, can't because, do that though because well, they've they got, already followed it. But they exactly <laughs> they followed it and then they kind of caught up too much and the manga wasn't going. So there's a rumor that they'll do that or they'll just kind of. 
go back a little bit and not end it with and, like yeah, a and, punch of friendship and continue. <laughs> Yeah. That would be nice if they just continued, if they take yeah, out all the, the fighting, talking crap. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, so, so there, there is, like, a rumor of it being rebooted. And then uh, one other thing I'm watching, which is, uh, I watched the second episode of Akiva Ranger this nice. morning. Um, there is a new Blue Ranger, which is nice. Uh, they did her introduction really well, and okay. uh, we actually get the introduction of, the like, I guess this season's bad guy, and this okay. looks like this could be interesting. Are you guys caught up on it? No, no, we haven't watched it at all. Yeah, still need to finish season one, Sean. <laughs> you guys burned through like eight seasons of every other anime. There's only 13 22 minute episodes of the whole yeah. first season. Yeah, well, we're busy watching all those other eight seasons of of other stuff of Ramna of Ramna. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> no, I, I'm I am watching Ramna, and uh, we know. Uh, I I only watch that on my break at work. <laughs> Which I'm on season. I'm on season six. Well, that's. I'll I'll do mine first. Uh, Mine was the uh, Gargantua anime mostly, but I have been also watching uh, a lot of foreign movies on on Amazon Instant Video. Uh, I've been watching a lot of live action Japanese movies and live action Chinese movies, and there's there's a really big difference in. For for Japanese movies, there's a really big difference between their animated movies and their live-action movies. I don't know what it is, but they always tend to go towards the way more ridiculous with their live-action movies, and they just never turn out good. <laughs> but the thing of it is, and then I went to, I, I watched some Chinese movies, and well, we all know that, that Chinese action movies are great. I, I watched one in particular with Donnie Yen, uh, Bodyguards and Assassins, which was awesome. Oh man, Donnie Yen's awesome. Yeah, yeah he is. is. And mm-hmm. uh, I just, like, noticed, it's just an observation that, you know, Japan has the animated market when it comes to movies and TV shows, but China definitely has the live-action market, you know, you know, between the China and Japan feuds. <laughs> okay. Is that it? That's all I wanted to say. All right. Well, uh, aside from that, Jonathan and I have continued to watch Attack on Titan. It's really good. Again, um, it's really good, but it is... Really slow. Well, they're like, taking yeah, their sweet ass time. Well, that, and that, and that's why it's going to take an entire year for them to release the anime, is because yeah. it's going like, okay, I get the story now, okay, but it's but it's fantastic. It's one. It's of been things. five episodes. They haven't killed a single Titan, yeah. and it's called Attack on Titan. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but but don't get us wrong. That's just that's just a, a nitpick because the story is really fantastic. Yeah, it is. We continue to watch Mushi Bugio. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's good. It's not. Great. It's not great. I um, hate it. I hate it when animes take their time in the first. It's on, they're on episode five and they're still doing character introductions and just tell a story. Yeah, come on. I, I had a, um, a commenter on, on the Lupin the Third uh, review that I did a while back and he didn't like it because of, of what I was talking about because I only he called Fujiko a shallow character. Yeah, but the thing of it is, the point is, it's not a it's not a good start for other people because they keep introducing characters. Tell a story, introduce characters while you're telling a story. Don't just introduce characters. Yeah. I guess that's a nitpick that I should have mentioned last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so continue on. Um, I'm still watching Ori Emo, and that is uh, easily jumping up to probably one of my top favorite animes now. I just love that show. It's great. I, I love watching it every time it comes out. But the big anime that we're going to talk about, which me and Victoria are going to talk about <laughs> together, 
um, is an anime that's been out for a very long time. It started in 2006 and finished up in 2012 uh, with four seasons. Uh, and we both crushed it in under a week. Yep. Well, it started because I was really just wanted so like a romantic comedy type thing. I was looking for all like movies that had a good couple in it. And then I went on YouTube and looked up like good romantic comedy animes and like people's top list. And this one came up. And I haven't been able to stop watching it. <laughs> it's called uh, The Familiar of Zero. It's been out for a long time. So, mm-hmm. so the reason why I jumped onto it was because she told me about it and how she was going through it like crazy. So we mm-hmm. checked, uh, Jonathan and I checked it out, and I continued watching it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I kind of know this anime. It's from familiar with it through hentai. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, I didn't know it was before. <laughs> anyway. Um, That's until all the boobs that was, that was a, that was a, That was a joke, by the way. Anyway. Um, it's not that but I have But Tumblr is a very, very hentai-heavy oh, place. So. <laughs> I will not so look this up on Tumblr. Anyway, God, the died. whole the whole concept of the show is it's about a magic academy, and uh, the second year is what they do uh, to in, to get into the you know their second year is they summon their familiar. All right. Okay. So this girl Louise, who you know at the beginning you know she doesn't know any magic, she's a loser kind of thing. She's she summons Louise the zero. Yeah, she, she's called Louise the zero. She yeah. summons a human as her familiar. Okay. Ripped right out of Japan. So, so I, so right off the bat, I was like, "Oh, that's a really hilarious concept." You know, like somebody like you summon a creature as a familiar, usually in fantasy, and uh, she summoned a human. That's funny. I start watching the show. Um, yes, it's a harem anime, and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't mind watching harem animes. I don't, I don't mind admitting I like watching harem animes. What I have a problem with, with the, like, I really like the show overall. It, it was good. I, I, you know, it, it kept me watching it for four seasons. But one of the things that I just have a huge problem with is. The main character, the guy, Saito, mm-hmm. holy crap, what a wuss. Like, seriously? <laughs> like, there's absolutely nothing appealing about him. I, like, did not like him the entire time I was watching it, because he is just a wuss. He is really, really a wuss, but the, he's also, like, I can't tell if he's a pervert. Only time he's ever, like, tough and is manly never. is... Well, when... <laughs> no, when Luis is kidnapped, he, like, gets all tougher. That but, was like, stupid, though, because he was like, oh, I'm strong because I have this magic power. Now yeah, I'm brave. Yeah, true. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I was not on board with Saito I want to headbutt every one of the characters. His sword is more of a... <laughs> yeah, his no. sword is more of a man than <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, no, he is. Uh, Delph was an awesome character. Yeah. His, sword, his sword talks to him and everything, and it was really cool. Uh, he was a great character, but... Anyway, getting onto, like, the harem topic of it, there's only one girl who was written to actually actually fall in love with Saito, and that's because he rescued her. So, like, because for the first two seasons of the show, she she didn't want anything to do with him. It was very normal, like, yeah, we're friends kind of thing. I know who he is. We're friends. That's cool. And then she saved him, and that's why she fell in love with him and became part of the harem. And I was like, that makes sense. But every other girl in the show is just like, oh, fall in love with him. Yay! Pheromones. Yes. Yeah, uh, it was it was weird. Well, I think she she got more respect for him because like I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but like things happen. <laughs> well, spoiling really anything anime. for it's me? An, it's yeah, an old no, anime. no, we, yeah, you will. This but, is like, not a Sean anime. Well, but like it gets to the point where when she betrays them, like just to save her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. However, it's a very very good character crush type anime. Like, cause, cause it's, you know, it's a, it's a harem, so there's a lot of females in it. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and I, and I was, I went to Victoria and I said, <laughs> see if, like, you know me really well, see if you can guess my character crush from this show. And there was no cat girl, so it wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> wow. That'd be really difficult. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? 
No. The one who looks the youngest. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? No. No, Well, there's a couple characters that you do have a little bit of a of a of a pattern, Andrew. Well, Well, there's there's characters that can like literally kick your ass, but there's only one that can do it without magic, and that's what I guess, and that's Agnes, and she's awesome. She nailed it. She she she, she's like she's like oh you must be character crushing on Agnes. I was like wow you're you are good. She's like she's this really tough character with a really really depressing backstory. She's basically the character that you would also be character crushing on Sean. She's like kind of like the major Matoko the. See, before like, I guess there is yours, like, no, I guess this I, is. I, I can actually <laughs> tell you I wouldn't be character crushing on her. You know why? Why? Wouldn't be dead watching the show. Just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so overall, the anime was good. And then, like, and I, you know, I watched the whole thing, and it, it's it's good. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, and that's our differing opinion to, of but it. I, like, but I like the couple, and it's really cute. I, I no, I gotta be honest. I really, really hated Saito and Luis. Being oh the main my god! And there was no, there was no reason for her to like him. But they were really cute together. It gets to the point where I really want to just punch Siesta so bad. Yeah, I, so that that completes what we're watching. So um, you actually might see a review come out for Familiar Zero. For I think me. you just did it. Let's move on to the con survival guide. <laughs> Let's Thank start you, off with pros and cons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> As for the con survival guide, uh, I guess we should talk about what uh, some good do's and don'ts for going to a convention. <laughs> can I go? Can I go with the most ignored do? What's that? The one that everybody ignores, and it's the one thing that they shouldn't. Let me. I, let me guess. Let me guess. Deodorant? Shower. Yes. Please God. <laughs> You're going to be at this place for approximately three to four days, depending on the convention. You probably have a hotel room. And I know that in most hotel rooms, they have these things called showers. Please use them. They have free soap in them. They do. They come with soap. It's <laughs> yeah, amazing. But most con people, most con people take the soap and write their room number on the windows when they have a rave between the two hotels. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, well, um... Well, we can't do that anymore. You'll get kicked out. You just don't get caught. <laughs> it's right on the window with a room number on it. No, that we ha- there was an accidental rave uh, while the rave was going on. Wow. I had people accidental from a lot of different places. Uh, well, you just kind of like because the the hotel has like the two towers kind of between, and like so the windows are b- between each other, and people were flashing the light on and off. And looking out the window, and more people were flashing it. It got to the point where there was 11 on that side and about 12 on our side. We had, James had the lightsaber, just kept flicking it. And uh, I had the, just like, light next to us, and then Tyler and Daisy were there, and it was it was absolutely crazy. We met people from a bunch of different places. Uh, <laughs> do, if you're bringing an extra pair of shoes, and I know this seems really crazy, but as somebody who's been to a convention and had their shoes break mid-convention, bring a pair of shoes. It helps. <laughs> What they or at least comfortable <laughs> shoes to begin with. Yeah, well, I was wearing sandals because, again, I live in Florida. That's why. And I was at a Florida convention, and I was walking around, and went down the stairs, and my sandals broke, and I was then shoeless for the next two days. <laughs> you were oh. just cosplaying as a homeless person. <laughs> or a hobbit, because I'm like that. But no, fortunately, I, there, somebody else had brought an extra pair of shoes. Like, it's just one of those things. Bring snacks, bring a drink. I Bring water. Oh my yeah. god! Yes. Yeah. No, that should be that should be obvious, but people really do no, not get that. Concept. Seriously, we've seen so many posts of "I drink Monster all convention." 
That is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much sickness you will get from doing that? Oh, uh, the con De- sick. Yeah, like dehydration, like vomiting. If you drink Monster, here, here's what I suggest. Um, seriously, honestly, uh, vitamin water. Uh, basically, for, for the past couple, you know, all through the winter, um, I've been drinking uh, Power C vitamin water, which is like the dragon fruit flavor. And that's the immune boost one. Uh, so one, it hydrates you. Two, it literally. I was in a house full of sick people and never got sick once. Yeah, it is like, it's magic. There's a there's a couple of things you can do. Like if you're just going to the convention, get a case of water, bring it with you to your hotel room, take a couple out every morning, throw them in your bag because you're gonna yeah. have a bag on you. When you go back for lunch, grab a couple more. Keep doing it. If you're at a booth, we would take two cases of water and just stick them under the booth. And we would yep. just have water at the booth. And more um, than once, I would, like, hand someone to someone that I was like, oh, I'm getting a headache. Well, it's probably because you're dehydrated. Have a bottle yeah. of water. <laughs> yeah. Ser- like, seriously, guys, if you're listening to this, don't drink soda. Don't drink Monster. You're going to get dehydrated. And- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And it might get you very, very sick. Water and sports drinks. We get very, very sick. Don't forget vodka. (laughs) Well, I was actually going to get on to the drinking in a moment. Well, (laughs) that's a dude that I was going to say. I learned from a couple of conventions, bring... Advil or Motrin of some kind, because if, even if you don't need it, someone's going to. Because I, yeah. the yeah. medicine I yelled at you to take because you wouldn't take it, it was like Advil, allergy, and sinus. I call it my, like, yeah. it's literally magic. Okay, here's the thing. Let's tell the well, story. Yeah, I like the if, story. If you guys, well, if you guys saw the Wicked anime, you know, our premiere video, the anime Boston 2012 video, you know that we were very, very sick at the end of the convention. I was immobilized. That last shot, if you watch her, if you watch her anime Boston video, that last shot, I am lying down on the bed because I cannot stand. I was so sick. However, Victoria, go ahead. I showed up and, because they told us that Jonathan was sick and I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? He told me what was wrong. I was like, take this. He's like, no. Because <laughs> you're like, I don't want to. I'm like, just take the medicine. I, I have a problem with taking medicine <laughs> any, of any kind, even if they're like placebos. I, mm-hmm. I like don't take Tylenol or anything like that for colds. I, I just don't. Yeah. Because like, I had a cold once that I was like dying. I went to write it, it in and they mouth, gave me No, I was like, seriously, just please just take it, try it and like what was it like an hour later? It was it was a leave. Uh, it's Advil, allergy, and sinus. I allergy and allergy time. and sinus. I didn't have an allergy. <laughs> I had a fever. I fell asleep mm-hmm. uh, in the fetal position with a cold bottle of water to my stomach. I woke up the next morning in that same position. I took the Aleve. Um, Advil, Advil, allergy, and sinus. Advil, allergy. Magic. Yeah, I t- I, I, and in an hour, I was fine. I could go to the convention. Yeah, he called us like, hey, can I come meet up with you guys? I'm like, I told you. 
<laughs> I'm bringing another box of that just in case. Yeah. There's, there's one other thing I want to bring up, and this is something that I don't think a lot of people address because most people just go to conventions as convention goers. They're not, uh, they usually don't either put on panels or booths or anything. It's a, it's more of a vacation thing. Yeah. From the other side of the table, from the guys that are sitting in the booths, the guys that are putting on the shows, if you are hanging out in front of somewhere a person is trying to do business, don't. As yeah, cool as you absolutely think they are, not. Mm-hmm. as fun, as friendly, they don't appreciate it. I can promise you that. Appreciate the business. Definitely go in, look at their stuff. Um, if you're going to buy something, buy something. It's cool to have a conversation once. But once you do that, like move on to other parts of the convention. Um, standing in front of people's booths or, or monopolizing someone's time who's trying to, to run the convention, it is massively aggravating for them. And they have no way of politely telling you to go away. I, I, will, um, I will say one thing, though, because... Uh, because I've kind of done the same thing before. Obviously, not on purpose. Uh, right. And, I, but and a lot of people don't know they're doing it. Well, but the, but the thing is, um, it's a booth that I went to, had a, had a really great conversation with the person, and then, uh, and then left. And then when I came back to actually buy something, or not actually buy something, but buy something again from them, he actually started the conversation up with me. So oh. that's okay. Yeah, that's if he, fine. If, if the person remembers you and and wants to continue talking to you like they did with me, that's the reason why I was there. Absolutely. Well, it's so just, that's fine. Here's a here's a sure sign that they don't want you at the booth anymore. They ask you to run a favor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, that's good because I've never I've they've, nobody's ever said that to me before. So that's yeah, I've good. had somebody go get me food before because I wanted them to just go away. <laughs> <laughs> Deadly serious. Yeah, if they, I mean, it's just, it's it's one of those things that, like, you may not know it, and, and we all know how fanboyish and, and girlish that we get over these things. Believe me, I've been there in front of several comic book creators' booths just gibbering to myself, and I, I it's one of those things that if you don't know about it and you don't know that you're doing it, you're just going to aggravate the people around you, and there's too many people in these places to aggravate. But of course, but, but then of course you have the... Probably when we get to the don'ts, the yeah. people who don't, <laughs> so, who don't know that they're doing this. Yeah, stuff just and, just warning. If you've never been to a convention before, expect a lot of people with social issues. This is yes. going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I uh, I've stood in many a, an autograph line with people in front of me talking to me who I did not want them to talk to me. They have the I, most... put, I had put my headphones in. I listened to my music, and they still try to talk to me. <laughs> Uh, there will be inappropriate conversations. Um, be careful with people like inappropriate touching and cosplayers. Seen that one before. You yep. might meet somebody else's mom. Someone gloved the long ones and almost knocked him down the stairs. <laughs> no, um, there was there was um there was a con story that I actually read one time of uh, somebody. Two people were having a conversation, and somebody was cosplaying as a character from the same series. And the person that they were having a conversation with said, oh, by the way, here's this for spoiler. And they punched them because they were cosplaying as that character that of something they did in that series. So and I don't know if they know this or not, but they're not that person. <laughs> 
so so yeah scary. don't punch people that you don't know yeah no, please don't not. please don't punch anybody i wouldn't recommend <laughs> punching people you do know don't. either unless they really really deserve it yeah unless <laughs> unless it's somebody like and some of them really don't <laughs> yeah if it, if it, like like say um People, I feel like I've smacked who, you two at least yeah. once. I well, thought. I mean, but we know each other. Yeah. Like, it's okay to hit people that go to the rave. You can hit those people. That, that is okay. That's why I don't go to the rave. <laughs> they, they, they expect it coming. They know that. <laughs> I got ice packs ready. Let's go. <laughs> I guess that was a good transition into don'ts. So, um, I'll, I'll, I actually want to say, yeah, I actually have one that I want to say, which came from Glitch, seeing that he's not here. This is one that he reported back from, from, uh, Chaoticon. Gentlemen, there is an unwritten rule to our bathroom code that you do not break. And that is if you are at a stall, you do not make eye contact and you do not talk. During that time, yeah, there's no talking at the urinals. You um, know this? It's built in your DNA. We'll just talk it. over the stall. And like, hey, hold on, hold on. And even though you are urinal, and even though you are you are dressed as a character that somebody may know, or you you it, just even the fact that you're going to the same event, it, you still cannot break that code. No. Sink is if you're in the bathroom. Sink is good. No, well. It's a gray I think area. is fine. It's a gray area. Yeah, you're cleaning yourself area. up. But generally, if you're in the bathroom, you do not talk to each other. That is a man God, rule, yes. Guy rules are so weird. I mean, girls go to the bathroom together on purpose to talk yeah. to each other while they're in there. You go by twos, and if you yeah. don't, then you're the, you're the odd one out. And I mean, when you do, and like when you do go, let's all... All girls will do is we'll yeah, just talk like and gossip like, about the people oh, we're sitting cool with. Shirt. That's <laughs> why you take so long. Duh. <laughs> that's because every guy just automatically out. assumes. <laughs> every guy automatically <laughs> assumes that a hitman is going to kill him while he's in the bathroom <laughs> because yeah. that's the his most vulnerable place. Yep. See, that's what a girl thinks when she's alone at the bathroom, well, that's uh, <laughs> and that's why you guys always get killed in horror movies. <laughs> And yep. see, and put it this when way: they go alone. this is this is gonna get a little this is gonna get a little heavy. But here's the thing: in a regular conversation, you don't grab your crotch and talk to somebody. <laughs> That's what you do in the bathroom if you're t- if you talk to somebody while you're peeing. Okay, you are touching your crotch and talking to somebody. That's not okay. <laughs> and I pause it. And I just want to throw this out there: like the whole gray area about like when you're washing your hands. Usually, the only thing you talk about is where you're immediately going after the bathroom. Like, so we're gonna go hit up that booth. Yeah, let's go. That. And that's it. Yeah, I'm not talking about like a whole deep conversation at the yeah. sink. You don't want to get into something there, but you know, just like a yes or no, that's a good that's a good conversation. <laughs> I think that's usually where girls talk about boys because the boys don't go in there. And then okay, so I have another you one. Do. Wait. Okay, so Sean has another one, you have a do. Oh, All right, lady, 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 ladies first. Uh-huh. Yeah. So a do that I've learned is so much fun. If you're in cosplay and you have a wave. Okay, just take the train in costume because it's so much fun. Oh yeah, we tra- oh my god! <laughs> when traveling in Boston, we always travel by train. It's so much fun being in costume, and people have no idea what's going on. Well, yeah, because you have, like, to, you, have to, you have to you have to imagine there's people going to work, there's people going, going to, to school. Yeah, going going yep. to school, They're going about maybe. their lives. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, there's people, and, there's and like you know, but there's a convention going that's on. Where we, that's so. where we met Duct Tape Sora the first time. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, got like Sora. A, uh, I got a little anecdote. Um, you guys have been to MegaCon before down here. Oh yeah, what's right. the same weekend as MegaCon every year? 
uh, the cheerleader the convention? cheerleader convention. No, there's this yeah. like cheerleading competition every the year. Election. <laughs> so now I every working year. In every year. I swear. <laughs> yeah, and um, and let me guess, it's like walking distance, and you guys all hide in the like building no, no, the binoculars. No, no, here's, no, they're literally the, the next um, hall over. <laughs> Yeah, um, okay. no, here's the thing. Well, MegaCon in itself is a giant dealer's room, and that's it. Okay. Uh, no, and it's very much a comic book convention, but I, I have yeah. a point. I'm, I'm, I'm coming around to it. The, the What you're talking about with, with the whole taking the train in, um, yeah. we just get walking into the convention. <laughs> nope, there's shuttle buses. There's shuttle buses. And the shuttle buses, well, it's just the fact that, like, there's a cheerleading convention full of, like, 12 to 18-year-old girls and their parents, plus... Like, the next one down, there's usually, like, some homeowners, builders convention. So, like, the yeah. most vanilla of people are already yeah. in the same convention <laughs> oh. center. And then you have us. Yeah. No, it's um, it's it's a great experience. Because uh, Jonathan and I, every time we would go to Megacon, we take the bus in from the parking lot. And the bus is just packed in with the cheerleaders, the business people, and the cosplayers. Oh, my God. So, it's, it's this crazy mixture. Yeah, it's this crazy mixture of people. All right. So, if you're an adult and you're at a convention... At some point, you're probably going to be drinking. This is going to happen. Be smart. Don't do anything stupid. Don't get stupid drunk. Please do not scale the sides of buildings. You will get arrested. Um, I'm Spider-Man! <laughs> Batman! There's a story Batman. behind that one. Um, there was... <laughs> it's just... It's like... Well, I guess it's pretty much like drinking anywhere else. But like when you're out of town, I've seen a lot of people be really inhibited. Um, this isn't the time to do this. You can take whole groups of people down being arrested at a convention. It's not fun. I promise no. you. Um, that said, though, dude, go out to the bars after after drinking or after the convention and everything. And the only reason I mention this is, is you know all those really cool guests and everybody that you meet at the convention that you have to pay money to go see? They're going to be drinking, too. Yeah. And I can't <laughs> tell you how many guests, creators, awesome people I've ended up just hanging out with. At the bars, at the hotels. Legitimately. It's an awesome thing. Yeah. I usually end up in line with them to meet people, though, and then I just watch as they interview people and make people feel awkward. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially um, at, um, like, the smaller conventions, like the hotel bar, that's where they're at. It's awesome. Well, what's great about Megacon is um, the comic book creators, they're just sitting at their table all day long, and mm-hmm. if they don't have a line, you can just walk right up to them regardless. Yeah, it's really like, cool. I. Like, I, I met Ron Ron Mars that way, uh, uh, Scott Campbell, J. Scott Campbell, just walking up to them. And, and even I had my sketchbook with me, and I was like, hey, J. Scott Campbell, here, check out my artwork. And he was like, realized, oh, that's cool. I realized I accidentally did that with, I'm trying to remember the names. It's, I can do characters instead. It, Riza Hawkeye and Death the Kid. I accidentally met them, walked right up to the table, and they signed my DVD for Hollywood. Todd, Todd Habercorn? Yes, Todd Habercorn. Because, like, it's... They were Watanuki and Yuko, and when Holic first came out, they were just selling at the de- table, and you could buy it and have them sign it. There was, like, three people in line. I was like, okay, I'm so mad now, because I know who they are, know. I didn't you know. You didn't even I know. I didn't. I hate myself. Hey, everybody <laughs> has those moments. I had that when I uh, I met um, Humberto Ramos for the first time at a convention. Didn't know who he was. No idea. Yeah. So mad Guys, um, and another thing to uh, remember is that if you do meet a, meet a guest, you have to remember that they're regular people. They feed their cats when they go home, and <laughs> uh, and have yeah. you know light light dinners and everything like that. And they have to unclog their toilets. Yeah, they have to unclog their toilets. <laughs> they're yes. only this is what this is to us. Yeah, this yeah. is what Daryl Gilbo uh, uh, Gilbo told I us. Cannot, when we interviewed man, him. I cannot, man. I seriously, I cannot wait to meet that guy again because Daryl Gilbo was easily one of the nicest people I have ever met, and he was like generally interested in what we were talking about. 
And here's here's the funny story when we met Daryl Gilbo, because um, we were talking to the the person who was basically bringing him around, and we asked if it was okay if we could um, if we could talk to him. Uh, she approached Daryl Gilbo and said, uh, two tall gentlemen with goatees want to talk to you, and, and they want to interview you." And he said, "That sounds really scary." <laughs> and so we clearly so he we hadn't met seen him. either of you. Yeah, no, he hadn't seen us yet. And so we met up with him the other day, and he, uh, the, the next day, and he goes, oh, you guys aren't that scary. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was awesome. I really, he was, he was such a good guy. He, and, and, that's what, and that's what a lot of voice actors are. They're just really generally good people, and you can walk up to them and have a normal conversation with them. Yeah, the difference between voice actors and movie stars are... I think they appreciate, especially in nerd culture, like even even celebrities in nerd culture, they appreciate their fans a lot more because they're not movie stars. You know, you never see their face and they don't know, like they can't see their audience. So they don't know who is actually a fan of what they do. Exactly. So they have a lot more general respect for, you know, their fans because they like to know that, you know, people like their work. Well, because the thing is... They want. They think it's a as as a, when we th- say it's amazing that I'm getting to talk to you. They think it's amazing that you want to talk to me. Yeah, like they're this. only famous to us. Like to the rest of the world, they don't know who they are. They're just people, and I think yep. that's the the neatest thing about like our whole. So like seriously, don't if you can avoid it, don't geek out on them. Just be like, yeah, just regular people. Yeah, very true. I kind of did that to Caitlin. Yeah, though granted, when we're gonna we're gonna attempt this anime Boston, we're gonna attempt to um, interview Monica Riel. Oh my god! I may have a small freak out because she's my favorite, or she's at least one of my favorite funny voice actors. No. (laughs) Well, number one, the number one that on our list for this year too is Kyrie Walgren. Yeah, Kyrie Walgren. If you don't know, it's Haruko Harahara from Fooly Cooly. So (laughs) that's your geek out. That is my geek out. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, back to the back to the do's and don'ts. Should I? Yeah, do go ahead. Okay, so one of the don'ts is easily said: don't trust the people who you don't know who ask you to come to like a private photo shoot. Let me explain <laughs> the story. Do you do I didn't do this. This is my, this is my friend's story, and he's probably going to listen to this later because I'm going to tell him he's in it and he's going to yell at me. But he was cosplaying from Black Butler, and the char- the people who cosplay ba- Black Butler are very religious about their cosplay. Like, they will be like, you need to know every little detail. You, like, a lot of them very, like Yaoi, too. Th- yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that I'm is a bad It doesn't, it doesn't help. Minutes. Like, he was... And he, he's he's decently cute. He's And um, he's, like, all dressed up. I can't remember which character he decently was. Decently cute. <laughs> he's, like, my best friend in, from Portugal. And I, like, yeah, we all... At one point, all of us who met him had a crush on him. He's adorable. So, this he's really going to yell at me later. But... <laughs> so he's dressed up in cosplay, and he, he told me, because he's texting me, and he's like, they, these guys from the cosplay, they want me to come and do pictures with them. And I'm like, don't do it. He's like, oh, it'll be fine. They're, they seem really nice. I'm like, trust me, don't do it. And he's like, I'll text you later. He texts me later telling me that they wanted to do, like, shirtless pictures, and he got really <laughs> uncomfortable and, like, ran. They want me to take my shirt off? Well, they, they, they wanted to dance? Go, <laughs> they wanted to do more than shirtless. I didn't tell you downstairs. I'm pretty sure there was, like words of like making out pictures and stuff with other oh my god he was really like freaked out he will he's pretty much at the point now where he trusts me when it comes to that but yeah you the cosplay cosplayers can be very very creepy but there's also (laughs) and being true (laughs) i'm a cosplayer and i'm not that bad all right um oh do carry duct tape 
Yes. <laughs> Do carry duct tape. Well, the thing if a part of, of your cosplay like a, falls off, duct like tape is good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a don't right now, and this is a big don't. Don't yell in a crowded room. Every single year of Anime Boston, there's people screaming, Marco Polo, what time is it? He gets so but, mad. Yeah, butt scratcher. Uh, it's it's so annoying. Stop doing it. It is very, very, very annoying. It's so immature. That's not me. That's I, I don't I don't like you, to say you, anything. I'd you, rather you just You both get pissed. Yeah, I get pissed. They just really bottle annoying. it up and fume inside. <laughs> Like, but but it's seriously, it's it's very very immature. It's real. It's one. It's really annoying to the people who one don't participate in it. To the staff, we actually had a conversation with one of the security staff um, who was doing a, a line. We wanted to interview him, but he said uh, he said no because he he was he's uh, you know uncomfortable on camera and stuff, um, which was okay. But um, so we had a per- we just had a personal conversation with him instead, and what he said was, "I remember this guy." Yeah, he was really nice. He he just said he started talking about Marco Polo with us, and the fact that the convention itself was actually trying its hardest to find some sort of loophole so that people would stop yelling it. Yeah, like if you got caught yelling it, you get a warning or something. But but everything that they're coming up with is a violation of you know free- certain freedoms that you can't really impose. So they're trying to find some sort of loophole to abolish it because it's very annoying. You can always say it's inflammatory, and they just, if they keep doing it, you can cite them for inciting a riot legitimately. Going, yeah, going um, along the lines of not yelling in a crowded crowded room of people. That also goes for when you're at a panel. If somebody's lecturing, do not say anything. Do not yeah. do not interrupt them unless they address you. If you if they wanted to do a Q and A, then you can talk. Mm-hmm. If they are lecturing you and they are not asking for input from the audience, do not say anything. People try to be sarcastic. People try to add to the humor with it. You're not part of the show, so don't act like part of the yeah. show. Uh, it's it's rude. It is. It's very rude. You oh, know, like we're trying to put it together ourselves, and if, and and we're trying to get a rise out of people, so we're expecting something. Yeah, like and ours. and like so, like something with our with our panel, we wouldn't mind if people would would join in with us because we would we would appreciate that. But if people don't appreciate it, don't don't if, do it. Yeah, if people, actually, if somebody's doing like a culture thing, you know, like something serious, don't say anything. Um, What's up, John? So there's a convention down here in Florida called Anime Festival Orlando that I try to go to every year. Yeah, well, we go to, we we did we did press coverage at that one. Yeah, it's a fantastic little convention, but very specifically, it has a lot of panels, just like what you guys are talking about, where there's a lot of like information panels, things where you can go and learn things. And I remember very distinctly, I went to one about Metal Heroes, which is like Tokusatsu. Anyway, long story short, there was this one guy in the front row. Every third word, his hand would go up, and he'd like start asking a question. Oh my gosh! I <laughs> wanted to. But you guys know how I feel about the geeks in general, so. <laughs> yeah. but Sean, yeah. you you are a geek. Yeah, but I'm a like well mannered cultured no, geek. We're we're a lot with it. Well, he's a high functioning geek. geek. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's what that's what Wicked Anime is trying to be in the first place is high functioning geek. Yeah. So nerd, I, nerd. I have another don't. If you um, don't piss off the staff because there. I remember that they one lady that was really really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that reminds me of something. Um. And we can be a little demeaning here on the podcast, but I go out of my way at, at conventions to be as accepting and as understanding of other people's interests as humanly possible. Um, and because of this, this is where my, my knee-jerk hatred of certain fandoms comes from. Guys, don't belittle anybody. Everybody's there to have a good time. 
just because it's not what you're excited to be about, be respectful, but at the same time, also don't pressure other people. I, yeah, I swear, yeah, no. the next Auron cosplayer that tries to talk to me for any... I don't even know what it is about me that makes these people come up to me and want to explain <laughs> their anime. I don't care. Hey, you want to talk about Auron? No. Um, <laughs> you're like a nerdy Santa Claus, Sean. <laughs> and like, um, I, I swear, and I'm there, and like, I'm the guy in the Power Rangers t-shirt and the khaki shorts, because that's me. That's just who I am. And I'm like, and they'll come up and they'll start talking to me about like some stupid vampire anime. I was like, what makes you think Vampire Night? I don't. It could don't. be anything. Could be any <laughs> vampire anime. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter. They're all the same to me. Have yeah. a lot of money ready because you don't think that you're gonna. That's very true. Because like you don't think you're gonna. Whatever need your that budget much, is, if do you... it another hundred and fifty percent more. Yeah, because you got to take into account the fact that like one, there's the hotel payment that you got to split with everybody, even though you have like thirty people jammed in a room. Then you've got like, which is also illegal. Be careful. Yeah, if you no, do we, that, we don't. If you that. if you don't do that, don't. If you get caught, they'll kick you out. Yeah, because that's that's technically stealing. Yep. If but you, you, if so you, you need money for the, that. You need money to go shopping because you're going to see things you want. You're going to see lots of things you want. You're going to need money for the art you're going to be buying. Yep. You're also getting money for food. Everybody and, like you won't take that food. into a. Exactly. No. Everyone always forgets food, but then you're going to get to the point where you're like dying. Or yeah, there's a food court at Anime Boston. Yeah. Oh, that brings up a really good point too. The convention, our, our convention hall, ours, maybe not other ones, but this is a good point for in general. If your convention hall has a public area where there's other things, do not bring the convention to that area. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah, the, they have a rule about weapons. Well, because the thing there. is, um, the Prudential Center is a mall. Um, so there's, because uh, it, it's the Heinz Convention Center in the Prudential Center. So the Prudential Center is a mall where people buy things and normal people go to shop and be. And to get between the, like, hotels, and, the cons, and, and the food. Well, and the thing is, always the thing is, people from the, the, the convention goers think it's okay to continue screaming out in yeah. the middle of all those people. Be conscious of the other people around you staying in the hotel. If you're not that's in true. the con block, you are not around people who know what's going that's, on. That's a really good point, actually. Uh, last year, the um, the rave got shut down early, and actually, but but this uh, yeah for various reasons. Uh, but this happens previous years as well. During the rave time, or even other times, people have elevator raves. Not and a great idea. This this uh, is the most like face punchable act that you can probably do. Because because one, you're taking up all the elevator space. Two, you're making a crap ton of noise. Going up and down the floors. Plus, it already takes four years. Yeah, for the because everybody's waiting there. for the elevators. Three, there's regular people still going up and down, and you're just annoying. And ruining their vacation. Yeah, and you're ruining their vacation. And like, this is not okay. Like, no. an, an elevator's like, yeah. you know, a public transport. Technically, it's public trans- transportation. Yeah. And like, you're playing loud music and dancing on it, and like, come on, come join our party. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. Great That's idea. really. There's yeah. the raves, and then there's the people. One year, there was this girl who, like, she was dressed in some witch costume, and she's jumping in front of the elevator door when it opens to scare the people that were coming out, thinking they'd all be anime people, and there was normal people, and it was, it's rude. Yeah, and, and see, you guys, like, um, and I, I know there's, like, people who go to the raves, they go to the rave just to have fun. Yeah. And that's cool, and, and have a good time at the Before rave. see Greg Ayers being a DJ. Oh, you want to hear a funny story about Johnny Young Bosch in this? So this is one involving a mutual friend of ours, Travis, and Johnny Young Bosch. So we were at this terrible convention up in Jacksonville, <laughs> and uh, he was one of the guests. And it was, like, the floor was closing down for the day, and we were all getting ready to go do whatever. The, the particular hotel that we were in is also a golf resort, so there was, like, a lot of 
well, drunk white guys, honestly. <laughs> and um, they didn't understand what was going on on the convention floor. And not 15 feet away from Travis and I's booth, there was a altercation occurring um, on the floor between one of the guests and somebody that was cosplaying. And the guy that was cosplaying was, like, trying to get away from him, and the guy was, like, berating him. Well, this caused a bit of a stir, so, like, Travis and I, step, you know, get up, because we're both fairly large guys, and as most people that know, that, they go to conventions, there's not a lot of large people there. Well, um, large in the way you mean. Yeah, yeah. you mean, because you're, you're like, big, bulky, muscular, where you, where you, there are large people who have weight. Man's D! Anyways, there's, uh, most of the people, though, are, like, skinny, waif-like little people. Like me! <laughs> we go to step over there, and um, the guy had, like, at this point, had now hit the cosplayer, because I, I have no idea why. So Travis and I did what we normally do, which is we both split up, and I was going to go get the guy's attention, and Travis was going to hit him in the back of the head. <laughs> Were bottles breaking at this point? <laughs> I wish. Um, but, like, as we did it, like, the crowd caught me, and I couldn't get to where I was trying to go. Well, Travis got the guy and drug him back, and... Somebody put their hand on Travis's back to be like, yo, I got your back. It was Johnny Young Bosch. <laughs> Are you serious? As in, like, the Power Ranger. The Black Ranger. The yeah. Black Ranger. This and then did Travis awesome. just go, it's morphin' time. <laughs> no, the best part was is he didn't even know who it was. Like, he was like, oh, dude, thanks for having my back. I was like, I really want to take credit for this one. But it was Johnny Young Bosch, which was a way cooler story. Yeah. <laughs> so, that happened. That was real. You just be careful around the vanilla people. They don't know any better. Yeah. So it's time for some fan service. Yeah. Wow. We have a couple pieces of fan service for uh, you guys this time around. Our first one will go back a couple episodes to our American cartoons episode. Our fan Rachel sent us a message, being very rather disappointed in us that we did not talk about Venture Brothers. Why would we have talked? Sorry, that's my opinion. What? Because we did American cartoons. Oh. Well, I just... Yeah, it's, it doesn't relate to Japanese stuff at all. We well, talked about American cartoons on an episode. American. Yeah, Sean, you, were, you weren't here for an episode that we talked about American cartoons. Life oh. still goes on when you're not around, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Um, I wasn't here for that one either, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, but... <laughs> then don't contribute to the conversation, guys! Gosh! All right. Uh, Rachel, uh, so Rachel... Uh, Sorry, Rachel. We, we do like Venture Brothers. Uh, I, I have not seen the entire series in Continuum, but it is a rather funny show. I like the characters in it, and uh, there's some really good voice actors. I love Brock and all that so much. I, I enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's, it will, I will definitely watch it while it's on. It makes me laugh every time. Yeah, and it's a good concept for a show. It's like, what if Johnny Quest grew up and had kids? It was and... terrible at life. Yeah, yeah, and was basically and, a terrible yeah, person. Became a failure. He he did not. He wanted to become his father, but he cannot uh, be, achieve being his father. Which it's really funny because Johnny Quest and Haji are actually in the show as like crazy people. Yeah. Well, actually, like Haji is like a, a telemarketer person because he's Indian, <laughs> and uh, and Johnny Quest is like a, a crazy, yeah, crazy old man who lives in that little submarine. Like you don't talk about my father, man. Yeah. Like he's all drugged out, and strung out. Yeah. Still, and still, my favorite scene from that show has to be, um, you know, when the two henchmen are coming, going back to the monarch, and he's getting like ready, and they're doing like their own thing. Yeah, it was just like so funny. Yep, that was my favorite scene, and it's really funny. I don't like it. It's funny. 
James right. likes it. <laughs> so there you go, Rachel. If, I hope that will suffice for now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so our next piece of uh, fan service comes from uh, our fan Jeremy, and he brought up a point from the last episode where we talked about what was it that we talked about? Love hate relationships. We talked had our love hate relationships, and um, during that time, glitch. Uh, Glitch had a point where he was talking about movies and how they didn't go in continuum with the series and he didn't, he rather didn't like that. Well, Jeremy brought up the point that in the One Piece movies, there's one, one of the movies in particular is in continuum with the series and actually you have to see it in order to see a, a certain key element in uh, the series, which was uh, Luffy turning or, or learning a new technique yeah it's gear, like gear second yeah gear second which is one of the attacks he does if you don't see that movie in the series he just has it but if you see the movie you you learn how he learns it so so that's a little weird from what we're used to right sean because we were that's what we were discussing with glitch is that yeah but it's one thing so it do doesn't that. really matter that that <laughs> might just be the exception to that yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's true. It is, I, it is I honestly can't, don't know any other ones that are like that. The, but I don't either. Nothing and I don't watch that? a lot of knockoff movies. No, no. Um, but it's just the the fact that it's something that you know is actually a thing. You know, it is out there, and Glitch was right. It's definitely the exception <laughs> from the norm, though. Yeah, Wait, it, no, was it, Glitch it right or did, was he wrong? He was right. Okay. Um, or rather, he maybe he wasn't right, or he he just wanted to see it. I don't, I don't remember. I have to go back and listen to the... If Glitch was here, we could ta- talk to him about it. He's at a con. So that's all we have for uh, fan service this episode. Like hate mail, guys. <laughs> yeah, and um, so next episode, uh, obviously you heard that we kind of pulled our punches on cosplay at a convention. That's because next episode we're, uh, for con season or con month, we're going to be talking about some cosplay. Yep. So. so now it's time for some shameless plugs. That's right. Um, uh, so let's see. If you want to email us, contribute to our do's and don'ts of conventions. If you want to yell at us for saying anything offensive, uh, you can do that at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That is wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That is all one word. Um, if you want to talk to us on Facebook or you just want to see our general updates that we have going on frequently, maybe you want to find out what's going on with Besom, uh, you can go to facebook.com slash wickedanime. If you want to check out our review videos, you can go to youtube.com slash wickedanimereviews. Subscribe. Uh, yep, subscribe to us. We have a lot of cool videos, and we have some more videos coming out. We're actually working on a video right now. We're working on a couple videos right now, um, especially for the new season of anime. I know some of you guys have been waiting to see some of those. You, it's YouTube.com slash Reviews. <laughs> yep. So if you want to find this podcast and other review videos, um, you can go to nerdyshow.com slash anime. You can also find this podcast on iTunes if you're not listening to it there already. Um, we also have a Tumblr, which Victoria. Yep, I haven't been there in a while. No, I've been, it's finals week for me. But no one's commenting or sending us stuff. If you guys We're getting a lot of notes. Post. We're getting I'm a lot of I'm not getting any of it. Well, I guess you just have to well, post more Well, then you guys check it before stuff. I do. Well, fine. <laughs> make, your, make your own gifts. That's what John, that's all, all the popular no, stuff yeah, that John, was, he yeah, makes his own gifts. Um, I have a lot of, like, anime ones, but maybe I should just, like, well, apparently I bring people that, like, hentai, so. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should just stop That's really funny. Like, yeah, like, like a lot of times it's just like, like so and so hentai. We have like Street Fighter hentai is following us. Uh, sorry, Evangelion know. hentai is following us. I don't know like people. Madoka Magica hentai is following us. Vocaloid hentai is following us. Like, really, guys? What are you, is this all the same person? Probably. But like, they all sign on at different times. But yeah, no, definitely come check out the Tumblr. I'm trying to update it every chance I get. Yep, and that's wickedanime.tumblr.com. Um, I believe that's everything that we have as far as shameless plugs. 
It is, um, which means that it's time for the music section, which we don't really have anything planned. It might just be another random tune. You're going to be finding out in a couple seconds, I guess. You will. So that's it for the Wicked Anime Podcast this episode. We will see you guys next time. It's time to sign off the only way we know how. The Penguins won. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>people who will be very very like proud of their characters and want to do other things with their characters and your character just <laughs> trust your wow. judgment the way and you said run that, just, <laughs> yep. another reason to not get too drunk <laughs> or talk in the yes. men's bathroom <laughs> hey do you want to go to a private photo shoot <laughs> in the men's bathroom <laughs> you don't need that shirt <laughs> so bad <laughs> he's gonna kill me thanks for listening to the wicked anime podcast the wicked anime podcast is made possible by a comic shop nerdapalooza and the generous support of listeners like you as listener supported entertainment we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the nerdy show network alive by telling friends rating and reviewing us on itunes or making a contribution in our monthly support drive any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com and click the support button on the top of the page. For more episodes of the Wicked Anime Podcast, as well as other fine programming, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all the Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes Store, and for the latest news, follow us on your favorite social network. It's Wicked A! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.